Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. This place is like Dr. Seuss's worst nightmare. RadioWhat.com. Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Talk about the wrong stuff. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan from RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming at you live and in living color from the Faulkner County Library. Yeah, they were nice enough to let me use the room so I can do a podcast. Today on the program, we have Rachel Hartley Hardister from Leanne's Fine Jewelry in Conway, Arkansas, and Russellville, Arkansas. So, I'm so excited. I know a little bit about Rachel. She's very nice. She's always smiley whenever I go into Leanne's Fine Jewelry, which is often, and it's uh, it's always a good time to see her and all the gals from Leanne's Fine Jewelry. I want to know more. Let's see what her story is. Let's get into it. Rachel Hartley Hardister. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know that the library is open on Sunday. (laughs) (sighs) Rachel Hartley, hardest show. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming out and visiting me a little early. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. (laughs) Close to you. (laughs) So you're on the program. What makes you famous? What makes me famous? Um, Tell your story. Tell your life story. Oh, gosh. Let Uh, the people know. Oh, well. <laughs> um, I mean, my you know, biggest thing is that I own two jewelry stores now. That, yeah. Um, my mom, Leanne Hartley, started back in 1995. Sure enough. So, uh, started there with humble beginnings of nothing. Right. Worked our tails off and, you well, know. Before we get into that, yeah. uh, let's go back to the nothing. Yes. Uh, where, where did you start? Where, where were you born? I was born in Macomb, Illinois. When? Uh, 1972. 1972. She's a whippersnapper. Snapper in comparison to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got about three years on her. <laughs> oh, so then we uh, moved to Arkansas after my grandparents migrated down here from Il- Illinois. Illinois to uh-huh. Arkansas. Yep. And when was this? How old were you then? I was 11. Okay. So you have memories of oh, yeah. Illinois. Cold. Uh, <laughs> cold and cold. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right. And did you have a, a lot of friends in Illinois when you were? Uh, not your, too many. Um, we, me and my little brother, we raced BMX bikes. So we did that on the weekends. See, now that's something cool. Yeah. Well, what's a BMX bike for the people that don't know? Uh, bicycle motocross, you know, the dirt tracks and you go out there and put your helmets and your racing suits on. and race So it looks like a motorcycle, but with no engine, maybe? Yeah, like a bicycle. It's a bicycle. It's a bicycle. All right. Yeah. So, BMX. Yeah. So we um, we did that for a couple of years. Then we moved to Arkansas. My dad and mom opened a bicycle shop. Bicycle shop. Where, where in Arkansas? In Russellville on 4th Street. All D- right. D&L bicycles for David and Leanne. And Very good. So then we uh, continued to race BMX bikes. And I, after moving here, I got number one girl in Arkansas. So you're the number one girl yeah, in Arkansas. Was for that year. I don't know. What okay, year that so was. this is about 12, 13 years yeah, old. Yeah, and so this would drive yet. This so. would put it at at what eighty six yeah. maybe eighty four eighty four. Yeah, somewhere in there. So okay. So we uh, we did that for a few years, and then after you know a couple of years and got to drive, you know, didn't want bicycles. Oh anymore, yeah. So oh yeah. I remember growing up in Fort Lauderdale. I, I was near the Everglades, and I think well, I had a bike, and then my my grandparents bought me an, an ATV, a three-wheeler, yes. and I rode that for a while. And then as soon as I turned, I think it was 15, uh-huh. I was able to ride my motorcycle on the street. I said, well, let me just pass this ATV yeah, over to the yeah. over to my little brother. And, and I had a motorcycle and I was roaming free. So I understand the, the car thing. So once you got a car, well, what happened? Oh, gosh. Then I went wild. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my parents think. Rachel broke free. Yeah. Um, now I just kind of did my own thing. I, I wasn't into school. Uh, yeah. I graduated high school barely by the oh, skin yeah. of my teeth. Me too. And uh, same. <laughs> yep. And then uh, just started working and actually moved. What was out. your first job? <sighs> 
Well, working at the bicycle shop was. Oh, at the know, bicycle but shop. But my first real job was Tasty Freeze. And so I can like kill an ice cream cone. Yeah. Like, you know, every buffet, everyone's always watching how in the cruise ships. Oh my sure. gosh, I can do an ice cream cone. Like, you know, nobody's business. And everybody's like, how do you do that? It's all in the wrist. So, what? Yeah, it's you all in the wrist. Like, like kill it, like down it? No, yeah. like I can make the oh, most make awesome a, an ice cream, cream cone. Yes, I get it. Yes, now, yes. Tasty Freeze, where's that at? It was in Russellville. Also in yeah. Russellville. Okay. Yeah. I grew I don't, up in it's not there anymore, is it? No, no, okay. it's long gone. Yeah, I grew up in Russellville and then I moved to Conway 11 years ago when okay. I remarried because he, my husband was from Little Rock. So. Very good. So, um, I've had every job you could probably imagine. I worked for Tyson yes. on third shift sanitation. Right. And um, for several years, I've worked at Kmart. I worked at- I did Kmart, 92 did, in, uh, in Key Largo. Oh, okay. Um, I worked at the Wrangler factory in Alabama. I sewed waistbands on. That was not okay. a fun job at Also all. in Russellville? Where's no, that in Alabama. Alabama. Okay. All right. I missed the, the part with Alabama. I think you were going to start to yeah, tell I, me when you moved to Alabama. Yes. I moved to Alabama when I was like 21, 22. Okay. Um, just my best friend had moved down there. And so I just loaded up my truck <laughs> and told my mom that I was moving and said, see ya. <laughs> well, that's kind of a lateral move from Arkansas to Alabama, yeah. isn't it? It's not like you loaded up the truck and moved to Beverly. No, no, I should have went to Beverly Hills. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway. So, so Alabama, how was that? Uh, it was all right. I lasted a year there. Um, and that was Levi's, you said, or Wrangler? Wrangler. Oh, sorry, Wrangler. Wrong. This uh, podcast brought to you by Wrangler. <laughs> but I lived there for a year and then uh, I had met my ex-husband and gotten married okay. and was got pregnant okay. with my oldest daughter hey. and um, came back to visit my parents for Thanksgiving and yes. mom had just opened her own jewelry store. 95. Five, you said before. That's yep. right. And uh, she asked if I would stay from Thanksgiving till Christmas to help her out. And I was like, sure, I wasn't working. So I did that. Went back home after Christmas. She called me. Immediately and said, would y'all want to move back to Arkansas? And I was like, I guess, you know, so, yeah. and I've been there 23 years. Now, the the ex, he he was okay with the move? Yeah, uh, yeah, he was okay. What, what kind of work did he do that he was able to move? He, he ended up working at Tyson in oh. Russellville. But he it loved to like fish. Everyone. So, I mean, Russellville is a great place if you like to fish. Sure so, enough. he was good for that. And we were married for seven years. Then he went back home to Alabama. So, hey. You all know, right. everything all right. works that's, out. So. Hey, you, had a, you, you got a little girl out of it, and that's nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she works, Emily works for me at my Conway store. What? Yeah. This is truly a family business going on here. Yeah, uh, it's starting to shape into it. Okay. And it, we're all women, which is, you know, kind of yeah. rare, especially in the jewelry industry, because when I go to jewelry shows, it's mostly men that are oh, owners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, their grandfathers started it, you know, back after the war. They usually were watchmakers or, you know, they worked on razors. Right. That's how jewelry stores actually began, you know, was with razors and razors. watches. Yes, I don't. I, I don't see the, the correlation with I it. I don't what? know either, but if you look at old time jewelry store photos, sure. they always sold razors. Okay, maybe the precision of I, a razor? I don't know. So that and clocks and watches, and then it transpired into jewelry. Yeah, it's but, working with fine tools, yeah. And, and yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I, I'd have to look up a little bit more and find out what, what yeah. that's all about. But that's, you know, there's, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, there's more women nowadays that own jewelry stores, but, you know, even 20 years ago when I started and I would go to jewelry shows by myself because sure. my mom had to stay and work and um, you know I hung out with the guys and I said I've, I've always had guy roommates I've had guy best friends you know I've just and so I fit it right in you know right. but I said I've learned a lot from them but you know with my daughter being a third generation I thought I think that's pretty cool so that is pretty cool uh, now okay 95 yes. you, you move back yes. here into Arkansas uh-huh. and then how do you spend your time I mean besides the jewelry store you, you, you have other interests um well me and my best friend, uh, don't laugh, Brenda, that works at Leanne's in Russellville. Oh, yeah. Very nice lady. She's actually my best friend that I didn't want to hire. We actually didn't hire at first. It was funny because she interviewed and I said no because I wanted to be able to go do fun stuff with her. And I knew if I hired her, she, you know. Right. Tough to be the boss yeah. and yeah. the yes. pal. But then she, she applied again and we actually ended up hiring. She's a, In fact, she just became the manager at my Conway store. Oh, super. So if you're up in Conway, you might be able to say her, but we actually geocached. 
geocache. What is geocache? We, um, there are little things hidden all over the world. There's millions and millions of them that people have hidden. And they have like logs and some of them are just a little piece of paper in a tube or something. Some of them are ammo boxes that are hidden out in the woods under a tree that have goodies in it that you trade trackables. And it's just, a, it's like a sport, but it's fun. It's something to get you outside, you know, get some well, fresh air. It's like a scavenger hunt? Yeah. And, and do you make maps or? Well, you can do it on an app on your phone, Cashly. Okay. And it's C-A, let's see, C-A-C-H-L-Y, I think. C-A-C-H-L-Y. But it's like, I don't know, it's like, it's, yeah, it is like a scavenger hunt because you've got to go by your coordinates to try to figure out where it is because right. some of them are like little magnetic things hidden up underneath, you know, park bench somewhere. So if you ever see anybody that looks like they're lost and going with their phone and they don't know what the heck they're doing, right. they're geocaching. Okay, so this is not only Pokemon Go, you can geocache. Yes, there is actually millions of things hidden wherever I go in the world. I find geocaches. So, Come on. Hey, this is something I've never heard of. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then you and Brenda just tooling around yeah, last on week. your bikes, on your DNL bikes? Uh, no. Or is that, that that's we, not there anymore, uh, is it? No, DNL bikes. <laughs> but, um, we have done it on our motorcycles before because we both ride motorcycles. Okay. And, uh, these are more things I don't know about you. This is why I started this podcast. <laughs> learn learn about people. Okay. But our not our craziest adventure, but last weekend, um, as part of her Christmas present, I had promised her that there was a donut trail to do in Ohio. Fat man is interested. Yep. Uh, (laughs) It is 15 donut stores. So we drove last Friday, a week ago Friday, we drove to Ohio. Ohio, uh, on bikes. No, in our car. In a car, okay, all right. 13 hour drive. Yes. Drove up there, got in about 1230, got to bed about one, got up at five, hit Uh the donut stores, went 15 donut stores, got, because you had to get code words from inside the donut store. And then there was geocaches outside. So we got a free t-shirt and a coin. Are they hidden in the donuts? No. Do you have to have the donuts? No, but we bought a donut. Have the donuts? We, we had a donut. Well, we bought a donut from every donut store, but we said we needed to find some homeless people because we were like yes. stockpiling donuts. Oh, no, no. Seat, that but. is one yummy adventure, oh, but good, yeah. we were good like, to give those to the I homeless. Said, I don't know I like how many that. calories we ate that day, but it was crazy. But it was just something fun that we wanted to do, and now we've completed the donut trail. Drove so. to Ohio to go do the donut yeah. trail. Oh, we've hopped on a train. And, you know, I go to Antwerp, Belgium twice a year to buy diamonds. Okay, diamonds in Antwerp. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Which Antwerp is the diamond cutting capital of the world. So all the fine, rough diamonds that are in the world go through Antwerp, Belgium. Why is that? That's where all the best diamond cutters are because most diamonds are still hand cut. There are, there's small, what we call milli is, you know, like under 20 points each are cut with lasers. But anything bigger than that is still hand done like on a lap, you know, with a diamond wheel and they do it, you know, a million times doing this, look at it under microscope, you know, cut each. Because each, you know, each diamond has 57 facets. So 57 facets, they have to do exactly right to make sure the angles come out right. So the brilliance and the light will return to the eyes. So why is the picture of Hasidic Jews just, uh-huh. you know, grinding on these diamonds? <laughs> is that that always the image in my head well, when you hear of a jewelry store? There are a lot of those Jews over there. That is the, I don't know if it was my first trip or something. Eh, even first or second trip, I was over there by myself walking down the street. You sure. know, everybody rides bicycles there. I mean, okay. there are cars, but I mean, way more bicycles than cars. Big city, yes. like like New York type city. I could see yeah, riding bikes yeah. all and, over the place. Uh, you know, the Jew guys would be riding their bikes with their little <laughs> The Jew curls. guys. I like that. I forget what you Anyway, and, you know, with their <laughs> little curls. Yes. And their little curls down, and, you know, yeah. riding their bike with on their cell phone. Of course. Yeah. And I was like, that does not look right. I mean, no. it just, you know, it was just like both worlds had collided to me. You know, it was just. It, I, it was, I think now with the Bluetooth, you probably won't see a lot of guys holding their heads <laughs> right, up to right, the, you right. know. Well, this was uh, 20, almost 20 years ago. Blah, 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 blah. blah, blah yeah, blah, we yeah, already yeah. know how old we yeah, are. Yeah, Dude. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, but yes, the geocaching, we have so much fun. We've That's what I was saying. Me and Brenda had hopped on a train, crossed the border into the Netherlands to find a geocache by ourselves, which I've done the trains before by myself. You know, it's fine. But So, Antwerp, Belgium. Belgium. And, and okay, Netherlands. Yes. I, I know geography. I know where the Netherlands are. Uh-huh. I don't know what the Netherlands are. What are Amsterdam. the Netherlands? Amsterdam. Tulips. You know, the little clog shoes. <laughs> okay. You, you know, but um, yes, I've been to Amsterdam. Not not necessarily times. smoking? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah. heard that in the yeah. streets. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, I've been there 
four times, I think, to Amsterdam. Sure. And um, I've been on the family tour, and I've been on the other tours. So Okay. Um, Which one's the better adventure, the more fun adventure in your opinion? Oh, well, the red light district is, I mean, I had never seen anything like that in my life. Right, right. I mean, but prostitution is legal. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I didn't realize that they do the alleys, they're kind of segregated, Mm -hmm. that like all the white women would be down one alley, the black women, the Asian women, I mean, they, like you could, it was almost like shopping. It's set up like a grocery store. It is. And I blew my mind because I had no idea. And then like, you know, the front streets were all the pretty girls and, you know, I'm sure that's the high rent district, you know, where everybody's walking through and just looking, you know, and then you would go down these alleys and they get narrower and narrower and narrower. And then it was like kind of sketchy in the back, you know. <laughs> but they all the doors they had windows, you know, and they tried to entice you to come over there and talk. And then right. if they were um, working, sure, there'd be a red light above the door. Yeah, it sounds adventurous. Curtain. Yes, uh, so. I'm from the, the Keys, and I know Key West. There's a, a, a strip, and then right. there's the one side that's very touristy, and the other side you don't want to go there. Right, right. But then I know in, in Vegas it's legal as well. But I don't think I ever had that exposure because yeah. when I was a kid, 16, I really didn't do much except go to circus circus and right and and i didn't but i know that it's there right so uh, continue you're on you're in this narrow yeah alley just, once you get back to the you know where you're bumping shoulders with people to get down the alley i was like okay i've seen you know i've seen enough i'm good yeah um you know we've any geocache down there uh not in the red light district not- but <laughs> in other parts of amsterdam yes but um you know me and my husband have been there before and we've taken in shows and stuff which super um they're not shows that you see around here but okay um, something right. different but uh hey i'm an adult i, yeah. I, I my eyes are open <laughs> to, but, to new experiences i mean you know i love going to belgium because we are part of a buying group and so i have friends that we get to see twice a year that sure. the shows too and that and now we've started doing side adventures where we'll go to different places after belgium right so like this year after in october we're gonna go to abiza abiza uh-huh how they abiza you gotta put the th in there I, I think that was only now that I've, what I've heard is the reason that there's that TH is because yeah. there was a monarch that had a lisp. Oh. <laughs> and then ever since that monarch had the lisp, yeah. hey, the king says it that way. We have to say Ibiza. Ibiza. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, for now, I said I'm from the south. I say things really wrong anyways. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm from way down south, yeah. Miami. So, but we've, we've done some great adventures that, you know, we've been to Barcelona and Portugal and Croatia and Switzerland. Went to Switzerland last year and Ireland and what? Yeah, so you're I mean, well traveled. I, I I do like to travel. That's what my husband uh, gets on to me a lot that I <clears throat> have too many trips planned. But no, no, that's what the money's there for. Know. You know, spend well, your okay, kids' inheritance. When you're in Europe and then, like, say we go to Belgium and to fly to Croatia was like eighty nine dollars. Come on, yeah. So I mean, it's like you're out a few couple hundred bucks and then you get to your hotel and some food and you get to see a whole nother country and i get another geocache for a different country yes <laughs> now i've heard there's you could take trains pretty much oh, everywhere in yeah, europe yeah the whole european union there yeah we i've been on many trains that we've gone to for day trips to paris or you know london or wherever you know Bruges. best place to go best place adventure to go? in one of those places oh well i mean my favorite place so far in the world has been barcelona barcelona yes. another one with the th thing yeah. <laughs> so after we go to ibiza you're gonna have to fly back through barcelona so we're going to get a group of us to stay two nights in Barcelona and hang out. And okay. Just, Long layover. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, go eat dinner together. And we, um, we, I learned how to ride segways. Have you ever done that? A segway. What is a segway? You know, I think like, I've heard of one. Like with the handlebar thing, but just the two round wheels that you got to balance and you pull your weight back and forth. And Okay. Paul Blard security guard. Yes. That, that's where yes, I'm at. Yes. Yes. So learned how to do it in Antwerp, which I was scared to death. And Brenda was with me at that sure. trip. And she was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm like, yes, you can. And so sure. we, I said, if you can't do it, we'll stop. You know, we'll go do something else. She got there and loved it. She wanted to keep doing it after two hours. I was like, my legs are about to die. But anyway, so we did that through Barcelona. I mean, so it's husband. hard hard on your legs then. You after have to kind of bend your legs. Because nah. I've seen the kids on the hoverboards and that's like a segue without handles. Yes. Well, I mean, it's good. It's just, you know, using your body to balance and sure. go and, and just after, and you're nervous. I mean, I was. And, right. And Antwerp is like all cobblestone streets. And, oh. You know, it's hard to navigate. Yeah. And so, it was a little nerve wracking at first, but loved it. I mean, I said, I, I can't wait to go Segway wherever we go because right. I mean, that was the best way to see the town in two hours because you can go on 
the bike paths. Sure. So you don't have to get in the traffic. So it's the new moped. Yep. And nobody's on mopeds. They're on segways now. Yep. Except for in uh, Barcelona, our little tour guide guy uh, bit the dust and his segway went out in the middle of traffic. Oh, flew. no. Yeah, he was fine. Like bit the dust. Oh, yeah. Okay. He fell off. Thanks of for it. telling he, me he was yeah, fine. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, he was fine. He just got a little scrape on his arm, but he like hit a curb wrong or something. But <laughs> I said, okay, let's slow it down a little bit because I mean, he, we were cooking it through there. And so anyway, it, it was fun, but I, I like segways. I mean, that's something different to do when you go to a new city because like in Keys, um, we went there and rented one of those little, what are they like? Like a golf cart, but yeah. y- you know. Uh, okay, a golf cart. We'll, we'll go with golf cart. Electric, but they held like eight people. Okay. You know, a yeah. big one, I guess. Where, but you know, those are fun. To, we sure. tootled all over and Key West, I guess is where oh, we're Oh yeah, yeah, Key West, Duval. That's my house, man. Oh, well, really? I'm from Key Largo. That's why Keys Dan came okay. from. All right. But uh, okay, this portion of the podcast brought to you by Segway <laughs> and uh, the Florida Keys the tourists. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Anyway, so that's pretty much, I mean, I like to travel, I like to go geocaching. So geocaching goes with traveling because it keeps up all your stats. You know, you got to like, I have 42 states out of the United States. Sure. And so I've only got a few more to go. Now, okay, geocaching, you say there are hidden yes. things everywhere. Do you yes. get to keep those hidden no, things? No, no, no. Well, oh, so what is, oh, just cataloging? You sign your name and the date so that the owner of the cache can actually check if they want to to make sure you found it. Yes. Sometimes they're hidden very well. Sometimes they're just, you know, in plain sight, but you can, you know, see what it is. Um, We have a lot of them that are called skirt lifter ones that. Okay. Intrigued. Those are like the ones in the Walmart parking lots that on the lamp, you know, the the lights, you lift a little skirt up and it's up underneath there. It's a skirt lifter. So right there at the parking lot. Almost every Walmart, there's. Anybody can see. Yeah, they can see you, but that's what we call moogles, you know, people that watch us. So we have to try to be careful careful to make sure nobody's watching us so they don't like come over and spoil it and take it or something right because then the next person you know can't log it that they found it so so that does happen there is some thievery oh yeah yeah and you know i found one what kind of trinkets are there oh people just put little i don't know keychains and you know i put european money like the change you know and And do you do you add to the yeah you can put drop stuff in there and then there's trackables that have numbers on them like like we buy them and then we drop them and then you can it has a little number on there and then every time somebody logs it wherever it goes they can do a mission for it like they want to go to London or you know like me and Brenda did race cars so we were trying to race to see how many miles our cars got or you know so anyway but I mean it's something fun to do that you know it's free to do it I mean gas oh yeah kids I mean it's something to get them outside instead of inside playing video games all the time but that's what started it was I tried to get my girls doing it sure enough (laughs) yeah they could care less about that okay mom was all into it so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're... me and Brenda, we're not we're a little competitive, but um, you know, she she has more quantity than I do. Right. She goes, she has more time and goes and does more geocaching than I do. But I do like more countries. So yeah, uh, <laughs> she got you there, Brenda. Yeah, so <laughs> she's catching up though. So like when we go on cruises together, wherever we always have to go get geocaching each port that we go to. Sure or, enough. Yeah, you know, we went on Alaskan cruise, so we had to get Alaska because you know. Yeah. yeah so we plan trips on like which countries we haven't been to. That's great. <laughs> and, and okay, so all right, you're geocaching, yes. you're you're jet setting, you're yes. getting those segways yeah. all over the world. Um, okay, after all right, so adventures with with Brenda. Yes. Um, where do we go from here? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, so the 90, 95, yes. you you move here. Yeah. You're you're in the family business. Yes. Uh, when do you get you get remarried again? I did uh, eleven years ago. Rick Hardister. Hey, Mazel Tov. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was from Little Rock. We met on Match.com. Hey, this portion of the podcast brought to you by (laughs) Match.com. So it does work. It does work. And then he has a daughter, Taylor, that um, she lives with us and has since we got married. Cool. She's graduating Conway High School this year. So Mm -hmm. yay, she's going to go to UCA. All right. right. That's great. So I'm excited for her that her little life adventurous, you know, getting ready to start. So I'm excited for you. Uh, uh, 
good. So, all right. Uh, now, is he part of? He's part of the family business as well. No, no. He, he he works for a gas pipeline company. They pretty lucrative here in Arkansas for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so he he stays busy with that. But now he does go to like all the jewelry shows with me because we usually go to three to five jewelry shows a year. Yeah. And so he does help. You know, so pick out stuff. Where are the jewelry stores at? Uh, shows at? Um. Well, I'm in two different buying groups. They each have two shows a year, and they're at different locations each show. So not just the Antwerp ones that you do twice a year. No, that's a diamond buying show. Okay, there's that just five goes, other ones. Yep. So then there's jewelry buying shows. Okay. And seminars. Like I go and learn new stuff. And like this morning, I was doing a memory lesson thing that I bought at this last show that he was teaching you how to remember people's names. That's cool. And I'm horrible at that. So I'm, no, no, I yep. definitely remember faces, but yeah, I don't remember your yep. name. So he's teaching. Uh, so I'm learning, you know, how to do that, which it did work at the show. But um, we go all over the United States for, I mean, the, I was trying to remember where I was last show. Oh, Phoenix uh, in February. And then in January, the other buying show was in Nashville. So you just never know. I mean, they change up the location every show. So you get to go somewhere new, Colorado, California, New York, wherever, you know. Do you beat up with the same people all the time? Yeah. I mean, I, I make new friends, but yeah. In the buying groups, there's yeah. usually the same group of people that well, you don't have to hang. say it like that. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> it's I a good group of friends oh, that yeah, you that yeah. you visit, and you can go out to dinner and oh, yeah, have some yep. have some fun after the show. Yep, absolutely. And that's what I said. It's funny because in one of my buying groups, you know, there's 650 stores in it, but we always end up at the same circles of people. That it's just that's just how it goes. You know, even uh-huh. though there's tons of people that I don't know, but I try to meet new people all the time. And I um I said I try to take out new people to dinner because sure. I learn stuff from them. That absolutely money or makes me money or yeah. you know so I, I'm always trying to learn and um, in fact I just signed up I don't know why but um, through the Small Business Association there's a they said it's like the equivalent of a master's degree in business in seven months hey do it so I am it was free because they were paying for it so I was like they wanted business owners that you know certain things and so I said okay I'm going to do that maybe I'll learn to be a better business person so right right but that's why I love going to the shows and just talking to people and I get to learn so much from everybody and I said, that's what's helped me grow my business is just sharing. And yes. so I try to help return the favor to the young ones, you know, kids when I was like I was when I joined and, um, you know, help them along how people help me. So, yeah, definitely pay, pay it, it forward. Yep. Yeah, yep, exactly. That's so, the way to go. So love going to the jewelry shows and uh, get to travel all over. And, you know, like we said, do with our friends. And Like in Phoenix, we rented a, a Maserati. What? <laughs> I like Maseratis. So I can just rent them for much cheaper than mine ones. Oh, absolutely. And so we like drove to Sedona, you know, sure. for the day. And I mean, yeah. it's fun. So. Well, so Sedona, where's that? In uh, Arizona. Ah, I don't know geography. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Sedona. outside of Phoenix. Is that in the Painted Desert? In that, that area? Yeah, it's like everything's red and we just went up and had lunch. And I'm sure I've been through there because I know I took I-10 all the way west from, from Florida. Uh-huh. And I, I went through oh, Arizona. Phoenix. Yeah. To, was it Phoenix? Might have been further south than that. Oh, okay. But yeah, certainly. I don't know my geography. Great. I'm, I learned from having to, you know, do the coordinates for our geocaching. That's what me and Brenda were, um, was that geographically challenged or something? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we'll sit there and we'll go, okay, it's, you know, 300 feet this way. And then we'll go walk a little bit. Oh, nope, that's the wrong way. We got to turn around. Oh. Way. I, was like, I said, people are probably looking at us and going, what the heck are those girls over there doing? But, you know. Well, I remember it was dangerous at the height of the Pokemon Go. I'm driving through Russellville yeah. in my van and, and people would stop in front of me no. and get out of their cars real quick. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, no. You it's, almost caused the traffic jam. Yeah. Geocaching <laughs> is not like Pokemon. I mean, it's essentially kind of the same thing, but they're not virtual. They're reality. But you're never going to be in harm's way of, you know, although I've done some crazy ones that. Okay. You know, are there some on side of cliffs or. Uh-huh. Yep. We were in. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep. Very calmly. Yep. Very casually. We uh, were in Cabo, Mexico, and, they're, and they have different levels and difficulties, you know, great that you know this was like a five difficulty one so out like, of five okay five out of five right you're so, climbing uh mount everest here right so i knew it was probably up on you know a cliff but um we were staying at a resort 
down the beach. We were like a mile from it. It was July. It was hotter than heck, you know, but yeah. me and my husband, I, we said, well, okay, we're going to walk down the beach and go get this geocache. I said, sure. okay, great. So we get about three quarters of the mile. I'm like three, 400, well, maybe 500 feet from it. There's huge boulder rocks that you can't, you know, go through. And there's some nice little Spanish guys to help you walk over the boulders. And I started, but I'm scared to death of heights. Yeah. And so I said, no, this isn't for me. They're covered in sand. They were slippery. And so I was like, no. So then we get back down, walk all the way back down the beach, oh. walk around by the marina. Okay. Get to the other side. Well, the tide's up. You can't walk down the beach that way. So oh, heartbreak. So you have to rent a boat. From the same uh, little Spanish guys? No, no. Or, or, or their cousins on the other their side. Their cousins on the other side. <laughs> that are exactly. trying to get you, get you cash over there. <laughs> exactly. So we hop in this little rickety little boat that scared the crud out of me. Anyway, uh-huh. we, so scared of heights and scared of little yes, rickety boats. Yes. And so we're going out in the, I don't know what that water is right there by Cabo, but we go around the big curve where you can see the El Arco, you know, the big rock. That, no, I don't. Tell me what the El Arco is. You know, the, you've probably seen The Goonies? That. No. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, okay. The big, it's like a big rock formation, but it's like hollowed out in the center. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like the one from the Goonies. Okay. Well, yeah. it's been a few years since I've watched Goonies. Okay. Anyway, so we're going around there. There's this little lover's beach. Sure. That is like this little bitty area that you can pull your boat up, but the tide is so strong, like the waves were. So you have to yeah. roll up there really fast. There's guys on the beach that will lift you out of the boat and put you on the beach and you give them five bucks, you know? Okay. And Pesos. Then so the, yeah. <laughs> and then so the, the boat will back out before the tide slams it into the beach again. No. And I was like, oh my God. And yeah. that's Lover's Beach. You and, and Mr. Hardest are yeah. going, hey, Lover's Beach. No. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, well, there's people on the beach. So other people have done this besides me and they're alive. So, okay, <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll try this. So we, we get off the boat. The guy literally lifts me out of the boat and puts me on the beach. And I'm uh-huh. not a little girl, okay? And uh-huh. I was sitting there going, oh, crud. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, how are we going to get back in the boat is what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we get off and I like call my nerves going, okay, you know, we made it to the beach. We yep. got, you know, so great. Okay. So I go around the corner and I see the big mountain. And okay. I'm like, mountain. We're going for that geocache. Yes, Let's going, get it. And it's like rocks and sticks and just, uh-huh. you know, prickly bushes looking and just, you know, not a fun looking walk up. But anyway, it's hot as heck. You're, you know, dr- dripping sweat. Yeah. So we climb, you start climbing up the mountain, you know, and my husband goes first because he's a nice guy and, you know, trying to tell me which path to go, you know. Yes. And so finally we get up the hill and I'm like, okay, we're like in 30 feet of it. It's got to be, you know, hidden around here somewhere. And it was a decent sure. sized one. It tells you what size they are. So I oh, know okay. it's not like a little beady thing. It was like a Tupperware container. Okay. Never been happier to see fine Tupperware. Uh-huh. Anyway, so finally I find it under this rock, you know, so I'm filling out my little thing and there was a trackable in there. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to take that. So I'll move it to the another part of the world, you know? Sure. So then Rick's like yelling at me and he's like, hurry, there's somebody coming. There's somebody coming. Somebody. And and they might be another geocacher. So I didn't want to spoil their fun. So I pile everything back in the geocache okay. and I'm putting it under the rock and we like kind of slide over a little bit so they can't tell where I was in case, you know, I didn't want to spoil their fun. Right. Well, no, some crazy lady just walking over the mountain for the fun of it. And I'm like, lady, you're so crazy. Anyway. Uh-huh. So we start going down the mountain. Now, now when you get to the cache yes. and you open everything up, do yeah. you take pictures of it? Or? No, no. I just signed. The, there's a little log book inside. Okay. And so you just sign like I have my, my geocaching name is Jim Bama. Okay. Jim Bama. So, so, for, the, so the fun of it is just looking at find what, it. I, I, yeah. find it. Find it. And, Look and, what some people have left in there. Do you throw uh, always something in there? Or? Not always. I mean, if I have something with me, I will. Um, okay. Like I did take a trackable. And so I had taken one from, you know, I got in Seattle and left it in Cabo and then it'll move on. So that way the owner of that trackable will see where the heck it's been oh. in, you know, because you can watch a map and see how many miles it's traveled. And then somebody can take that trackable yep. and yep. move it someplace else? Person that comes okay, yep. that's part of the game. Yep. All right. So I took my trackable, or no, I left my trackable. Left your trackable. Put everything back in the Tupperware. Crazy lady it, going over yep, the hill. crazy lady going over the hill. So we start heading down the hill and it was pretty steep and I start like sliding on my book because <laughs> it was like, you know, and then there was like thorns and stickers in there and I was like, oh, you nah. know, so finally make it down the bottom of the hill, make it back to the hotel, or all is good. And then I start like emptying out my little backpack that I had or whatever. And I was like, oh, 
I forgot to get my trackable out there. there it had a trackable, and oh. I forgot to take it because I put everything back in there so fast. You put one, you take one. Right, right. Oh, and I forgot no. it, and I was like, no. no. And then, you know, I was like, oh, man. Heartbreak. Yeah. So I lay down to take a nap. Yes. And I wake up probably an hour or so later, yes. and my husband's coming in the hotel room. Oh, no. And I said, where, where have you been? He's sweaty. Yeah. Where have you been? He'd walked down the beach, climbed over the rocks, back up the mountain to get my trackable. Rick! Yep. So. You're the best. So he was. He, I was like, oh, that was so sweet. Was yeah, like, it was <laughs> very sweet. Most men would not have done that, I don't think. You're so. setting the bar high, Rick. <laughs> Stop it. The rest so. of us don't have a chance. So anyway, we've had some great adventures geocaching, so you'll have to try it sometime. So, oh, yeah, I'm already in, I'm intrigued. <laughs> i got to find out more. i got this, uh, was it uh, Cashly app yep, that yep. I have to look up. And, yeah. the, and you this, go geocaching.com too and it tells you how to do things. And, you know, all that. right. Now so. the people know how to geocache. Yeah. What other things are you into, Miss um, Di- uh, Diamond Girl? Uh, well, we like to ride motorcycles. That's I have a trike and then what, a Harley trike. A Har- Harley trike. Okay. Yep. I've seen one and I know if, all right, I had I got in a motorcycle wreck in 87 uh-huh. and I, I guess the only times I've been on a motorcycle since then are for uh, radio like promotions at different like I think Miami Motorsports was the last one okay and I figure the next bike that I ever get if I ever get one uh-huh. would be a trike definitely yeah, I love my trike I had a Harley Sportster and I rode it to work from Conway to Russellville a couple of times but on the interstate you come around those semis and no windshield oh and, yeah you know just you know it's like no radio I got my trike as a windshield a radio heated oh, yeah. grips heated seat I was like it's like a Cadillac I'm, oh you know, yeah so but I think we're going to sell our motorcycles this year. No! Yeah. We went to Sturgis last year. I wanted to do that forever. And And so we hauled, I bought a trailer that's out back of the Russellville store. Oh, you're not that crazy person that rides all the way. (laughs) No. Yeah. I'm not that girl. So (laughs) I barely made it in the truck for two days going up there. Come back looking like one of those uh, from Mad Max with the Uh, goggles goggles, and all clean around the eyes Uh, and dirty everywhere else. Bugs everywhere. Yeah. No. Okay. No. So we, we took the bikes up to Sturgis and and was that the last goal of biking for no we just said our age um Hmm. Harleys are great yeah I mean we have a Harley t-shirt from every Harley dealer around in the United States why wouldn't you yeah I said we'll have to make a have you seen those where they do quilts out of all your Harley t-shirts I've I've seen that I have so we may have to do that but um no, we've actually talked about getting like a Honda trike. It, the Goldwing, I think, yeah. is the uh, is their yeah. version of it. This portion of the show brought to you by <laughs> Honda Goldwing. <laughs> so, love our Harleys, but it's just mine gets so hot in the summer. You can't hardly ride. Like we go to Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue up in Fayetteville. Oh yeah, and I mean I can't even make it down Dixon Street because my oil starts burning. It's just it gets okay. so stinking hot. So I, I have not made it to Fayetteville, and I, I guess I need to go. I know I have. You've never been to Fayetteville? Well, I own. Almost got booked for a wedding, you know, Almost. up there, but it, yeah. it just, yeah, I think it was last year. And I think I got called for one in that area this year. So I may get to go okay. see it this year, but I, I've heard it's really fun. Fayetteville is fun. I mean, Dixon Street, that's where all the Dixon good, Street is the, good stuff goes on. The but, strip. Okay. Yeah. So so, so that's our strip. I, I wondered where in Arkansas our strip was because, you know, you got Memphis, guys, Beale Street. Right. And, and uh, was it Duval in Key West? And what's the one in, in uh, Louisiana? Bur- Bourbon, Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah. So Dixon Street is Dixon our... Dixon Street is the little strip in Fayetteville. And, and you just cruise well, on yeah. bikes, on your track. Yeah. Well, during Bikes, Please, and Barbecue, they only let motorcycles go down the street. Only? Okay. Yeah, they block it off where cars can't go down. So only motorcycles. So there's probably like 100,000 motorcycles. That's a lot. That's a lot of motorcycles. A lot. A, lot of, a lot of nice people on motorcycles and sure. some crazies on motorcycles. So. Okay. And where do you fall in that category? Uh, towards the nice. Oh, that's... Polite and <laughs> so, so, what kind of bike is is uh, Mr. Rick he riding? He's a Harley He's, Deuce. Oh, okay. He, I thought maybe he was riding behind you. He has before. Like, hey, he has. He has Rick's, no. Rick's in touch with his manliness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can we, handle yeah. it. Well, like up in uh, Sturgis, it was like we both would go ride our bikes, you know, together, or whatever. And you can't communicate, and so sure. one go off one way, and one go, and we're like, dude, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, you lost me. <laughs> yeah. So then we eventually just end up riding my motorcycle. And so he'll drive for a while, then I'll drive for a while because I like driving. I mean, that's, you know, that's what I'm going to miss. But I think it's just time to sell them and, you know. All right. Okay. 
do some other things. So, so what's in store for the next uh, portion of your life? Uh, mm, uh, to run my business as well, hopefully, and yeah. you know, try to learn to do better. And you know, it's you know, I love the jewelry business. I said that's you know, we get to be a part of so many people's milestones and absolutely and, and celebrations in their life. You know, for I mean, it sure. starts from you know their confirmations, and you know, the grandma comes in and gets them a little gift or something, and then sweet sixteen, you know, oh, they yeah. get graduation and engagement rings and oh. you know, anniversaries and birthdays. You know, it's just we're we're there. We're you know, it's almost like we become part of their family sometimes. You know, for sure, you see people at their happiest times. I know yeah. I DJ weddings. I had one last night, and it yeah. was their happiest time. Yeah, and and they're from Russellville, so perhaps they bought their diamond right Hopefully. there, Leanne. <laughs> so that's you know, I'm hoping that the jewelry business will continue to grow and prosper, and that we can just learn to be better, you know, better business people and better people in general that, you know, I I always want to learn. I guess I, I love, I, I hated school, but I love sure. learning. You know, oh, I no, love no. learning from people, I guess. And yeah. just talking to you or talking oh, to yeah. whoever, it's just, I think it makes people a better person to, to grow. So. Hey, I know I find that I learn on the job so much better than in the school. And yeah. I struggled through school myself. Yeah. I barely graduated high school, went to college a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been like through the campus on the tour. That was, you know, for my daughter. I said, that was, I said, it looked fun though. I said, I didn't know. I told, I told Emily, I said, maybe when I like retire, I'll go to college. And she's yeah. like, mom, why would you want to do that? And I'm like, why not? I yeah. said, it looks, I mean, cause they take you through all the classrooms and all, you know, all these labs and you oh, get to sure. do all these stuff. And I'm like, well, this looks awesome. I had no idea. I thought it was like more high school of, yeah. you know, and I was like, man, I missed out. I said, well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I went to the University of Miami for lunch. <laughs> but uh, no, it, stay in school. It's yep. it's good for you. Supposedly, it, you got better choices that if you have a college degree. Um, yeah, I've struggled. Well, that's, that's what, you know, uh, I don't remember who it was, but, you know, use your use your mind, not your back, you know. Correct. And yeah, that's strong or stupid, right? Right, right. Yeah. So if you're going to you know, be dumb, you're going to be strong. But, you know, I think there's something to say about street smarts too right and, and then you were raised as a child from a child to be into the jewelry business for sure Correct. or to have this this ethic to where you start businesses and yep. you strive to make them succeed i said i've been like an entrepreneur like my entire life my mom said that you know ever since she said i think i was maybe three when she got me my first cash register and she's like you were all about money okay <laughs> and i said i mean we would have a yard sale and she said little kids would walk up and she'd say you would say how much money do you have? And they say $5 and you would spend every last dime of their $5. Yes, you would. I, I created ways. I said, I mowed yards. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't just mow yards. I had to buy my riding lawnmower. Okay. My same. dad made me buy yeah. it and pay $69 a month on my riding lawnmower so that I could earn money to, you know, that's what we were on Facebook. You know, they always have these GoFundMe's and we were all like, yeah, our GoFundMe was go mow a yard. You yeah, know, and, that's good parents it, teaching yeah. you a good worth it, work so, ethic. So yeah, from the bicycle shop and, and beyond. Yep. That's, I, uh, my dad used to pay me $2 an hour and that was only when you were working. I had a legal pad and you right. would have to sign in when you start working and sign out the time. Oh. And then he would add up all your times and that was $2 an hour. So work ethic yes. right there. Yep. So, oh. <laughs> well, you have no choice but to succeed. No, nowhere to go but up. Oh. Uh, so, um, anything else in your life that's kind of fun, kind of interesting? Oh, gosh. Uh. I mean, because the geocaching for sure. <laughs> The, and now I want to go get a Segway. I want to go get a Segway and, and cruise across Europe, uh, <laughs> you know, on, on my Segway. You could, I, I, now I'm picturing it, you know, just uh, people on their train going, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, that's, you know, I, I go a lot, but I'm going to try to be better in the near future. We, we want to build a house. And so we've got to start being yeah, You start but, tightening up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. My husband actually had bought some land out in Saltillo. Or Saltillo. Just outside of Conway here. Okay. But, I um, heard of it. Back when he was married before and lived sure. in Little Rock, that was his outside of Little Rock. Well, right. now it's just outside of Conway, you know, yeah. so 
So hopefully in the next year or so, we'll, we'll start building a house and go from there and, you know, start thinking about we're on the, we're, you know, we've we've gotten to the top of the hill and I feel like we're, you know, we're, we're on the home stretch now to well, retire. He went so. to the top of that hill twice to go get you a geocache. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was nice. <laughs> yes, yes. So we're just, you know, going to still travel some, but maybe not as much. On we love Mexico, though. He collects tequila. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I never heard of people collecting tequila. He's a maybe drinking tequila. Tequila connoisseur. He has probably at least last time we counted over three hundred bottles of like high end tequila. What yeah. of the same brand? No, all <laughs> different. So wherever we go in the world, he goes shopping for tequila. So all right. When we build this house, we're gonna have a nice bar and a walkout basement. I believe you are. It's gonna be a tequila bar, which he has other stuff too. But that's what he just loves tequila. So he collects tequila and guitars. Drink the worm. Don't drink the worm. No worms in these. Yeah. What? No. I always thought that there were worms. No, that's. I've been misinformed. Cheap stuff. Yeah. Now he does like the the good stuff. All right. Yeah. Top so. shelf. We're yeah. only building top shelves yep. in this bar. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> I, uh, I said. Mm. So anyway, he uh, he loves his tequila. So. All right. Well, as we're rounding this out, I guess uh, I, I'm so excited <laughs> that I got to talk to you for sure, Miss <laughs> Rachel Hartley Hardister. <laughs> there. I, I, I don't know why it was so, so hard to put the, get that out there. Everyone has a hard time with my last name. It's like hardest or yes. But yes. like when we're in Europe or whatever, they cannot say it. They butcher it so bad. And I'm like, it's not that hard. You say hardest. Yes. Or hardest. Or R H H in the house. <laughs> so all right. So uh, tell the people how to find you. Oh well, um, I'm either in Russellville or Conway at Leanne's Fine Jewelry. Um, Addresses at Russellville. It's 805 East Parkway Drive, and then Conway is 655 Dave Ward Drive. And we're telephone. Oh, uh, Russellville is 479-967-7833, and Conway is 501-327-3366. Or just got a new website, Leanne's.com, for like the fifth time that we've updated. So Leanne's.com. L e e a n n s dot com. So, oh, no e out there. Okay, so L e e e a com. Yep. How did you get that? That sounds like such a common name. That's cool. It's just available. I mean, we we had our first website literally 20 some years ago. Yeah. I think that's when I started mine back in 90, 99, Yeah, we had. It was so full of gifts and moving things. It was terrible. Terrible. It was a lot less back then, but yeah. And I'm just learning Instagram. Okay. I'm a little old too. <clears throat> yeah. So I tried to get the young ones to help me and they they weren't willing to help me. So I'm learning Instagram on my own. I just paid a hundred dollars for some app to like make little Instagram templates and stuff with pictures and videos. So I okay. probably spent too much on that okay, one. Okay, well, you know. I mean there's only three things that I, I use. I use the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. And a lot of the celebrities, it seems, are just cutting back down to Instagram because yeah. it's all pictures yeah. and a little blurb. Right. And it's less invasive. Right. And you don't have to read the comments. If right. anybody wants to hate on you or, right. or troll you, yeah. it's a picture. Yeah. I'm just looking at pictures and I'm very visual. Right. So Instagram is the way to go, I think. So I'm I'm trying. I've done it three days in a row now. So that's good. Hey, <laughs> and I'll, I'll definitely Instagram this. I have a what makes you famous Instagram. Oh, well, there you go. And you'll be on there. Awesome. Your your face will be, hey. Oh. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm trying to learn and do better. Snapchat, I downloaded that no. years ago and I was like, I don't want to take a picture of myself. <laughs> no. And Snapchat, it's it, it doesn't last long. Yeah. I, you know, if I'm going to put it out there, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. I, I did do this, a couple of Snapchats and I went, yeah, this is a waste yeah, of my time. Yeah. My youngest daughter, that's all they do is Snapchat. Of course. Like half their face. I'm like, why would you want to take a picture of half your face? She's like, that's just what you do. And that's I'm like, just what you do. I don't get it. I guess I'm just. It's, I'm it's not for us. Yeah. It's not for us. So. And I'll keep tweeting and yeah. I'll keep Instagramming and I'll keep yeah, Facebooking. I I've got a, we have a Twitter, but I, I never do it. I'm not good yep. at Twitter. I'm, I'm better at Facebook. That's my Tweeting age. to me, it seems like it's the a conversation for the whole world. Like right. you're like you're doing an instant message to everybody yeah. in the world, and I think it's that's pretty neat. Yeah. And if you want to tweet somebody in particular, you put the yeah, little 
that sign. And I had a friend a hold that was in Belgium right after, you know, the Brussels airport was bombed a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, he had to go like right after it had happened. And so they had all security was beefed up great. And he couldn't get into the airport without his boarding pass. Well, oh. it, his airline, Canada Air, wouldn't let him print out his boarding pass ahead of time. Sure. They were saying, no, you have to get it at the airport. Well, then they wouldn't let him in the airport without his boarding pass. So he tweeted Canada Air. Right. And they wrote him back and got his boarding pass for him. So, I mean, if he hadn't got on Twitter, he, you know, he wasn't going to be able to get in the airport to go home. So I thought, that was great. pretty cool. I that mean, is pretty cool. That was pretty dang cool. So How I would have never just thought. get a hold of people. Yeah. I would have never thought about tweeting a company to, you know, get a hold of somebody. I mean, because they're, you know, seven hours ahead. You know, it was middle of the night here, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, he's like, that, he was blown away too. And I was like, oh, that's pretty smart thinking that. Well, some of these companies, companies have figured it out. I, I've, I've seen Wendy's tweets some crazy funny things yeah. and they'll tweet it at KFC and they'll, <laughs> they'll uh, oh, it's just some of that stuff is hilarious. Right. I mean, if you really want to be entertained, but, uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I've, I've gotten a hold of people on Twitter right. that oh, I don't have their phone number. Right. But let no, me tweet true. at them. Yeah. Let me no, tweet at true. them. So. And they tweet at me and now I have their phone number and yeah. we chit chat. Technology. I mean, you know, who, who knew 20 years ago even that we would have the things that we do at our disposal that I said it's so funny because I used to be sitting at the jewelry store back when we first opened in 95. Right. And I'd be like, gosh, we've got, you know, some great new stuff in. I wish there was a way that I could tell people about it. You right. know? And I mean, radio was what we would do. Sure enough. Or I would um, laminate posters and we'd have a little sandwich board that I'd right. make to put out front. That was our Facebook. That's it. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I said, but I can remember sitting in a com- at our computer going, I wish there was some way to do this. And then, you know, oh well. So, and yeah. you weren't the only one thinking that. No, no. Somebody else said, I wish there was yep, some way. And yep. then they came up with that way. Yeah. Where way, was I? Way richer than I am, huh? Hey, so. <laughs> no worries. I'm happy to utilize it. Oh, I yeah, Facebook yeah. all the time, uh, all the places that I go. And, yeah, and, I've been and, following and, you on Facebook. <laughs> I love your posts because, nah. I mean, you're always like full of life and that's what you know I wanted to come hang out with you for a little bit I have a lot of fun you do you, know, you do so. I, I know I got a Joe job and, and this is my man so I've how been DJing you at forever FedEx? oh just um, five years oh really you know, I figured yeah. you were going to say like 20 years or no, something no no I no mean, D- DJing is my thing and okay. I, I have so much fun doing that uh, and, and radio and, and pot, this podcast right. has just came up, up another way for me to get to know people and find out more right. about things I, I have a thirst for knowledge as well and I wasn't so good at school and I'm probably still not going to be good at school if I ever went back <laughs> Right. but I definitely learned from you and I, I learned from people like you and that's wonderful <laughs> You feel good? I feel good. Anything you want to leave with the people? Um, Everyone be nice to everybody and stay in the right-hand lane. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay, you. We drive a lot. <laughs> I Thank- pass you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Thank you, Rachel Hartley Hardister. Well, thank you I appreciate for having it. Thank you so much. And that's it. Right. What makes Peace you famous. Out. All right. Well, all right, party people. That's a little bit more about Rachel Hartley Hardister of Leanne's Fine Jewelry in Conway, Arkansas and Russellville, Arkansas. I didn't know anything about geocaching or the fact that she geocaches all over the world. That's pretty cool. Finding little items that other people have put out and leaving little items of your own in various parts of the world. Geocaching. And she's a Harley Davidson rider, at least for a little while longer. That's it for what makes you famous. Thank you so much to the Faulkner County Library for letting me use John's office. And I guess thank you to John. (laughs) I don't know if he's ever going to listen to this podcast, but John, thanks for letting me use your office at the Faulkner County Library. It's open on Sundays. A lot of people don't know that. From 1 to 5. Get over to the library. Read a book. Find out something. Put some knowledge in your head. It's Keys Dan. RadioWhat.com. DJLittleRock.com That's it for What Makes You Famous. If you want to be a part of it, 501-470-6386 or email info at RadioWhat.com. Keys Dan. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What. The music you want. Hey guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. Bill Hanna and Joe Barbera created the cartoon Tom and Jerry in 1939. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, radio RadioWhat.com. This is Keys Dan. And this is Shelly G. And you're listening to RadioWhat.com. RadioWhat.com.